What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brunch Breakdown. What's good, fellas? Good to What's, see you. It's uh, been a little while, huh? Did, have we ever talked about how, like, this is always, like, for me anyways, this is, like, the weirdest part of the Brunch Breakdown? Not it's because of the, the clap that we talk about all the time, but because of, like, I don't know who's going to talk for who's going to say something first. It's, like, yeah. usually Chris, and then it's, like, there's then always, there's like, silence. what's up, everybody? Yeah. Then it's a battle between Dan and I. Yeah, it gets, there's I a little feel bit like, of awkward silence there, and then... <laughs> Yeah. Normally Dan says like we made it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're back. <laughs> um, I feel like our episodes are getting better, but our intros are just getting worse. That's fine. So we got to work that out. You can't. Somehow. I mean, whatever. You can't ask for it all. Like you can't get it all. You gotta you sacrifice know. some true. things. That's true. Well, here's one thing that's on my mind right now is NBA Finals Game One was last night, mm-hmm. and Russell Westbrook, he was Snapchatting that oh, he was yeah. watching Sister Act and not the NBA Finals game last night. Yeah. So, if okay, so here's my first question. Do you really believe that people, that, like, athletes don't watch the finals? Do you actually don't watch the finals? Whether it's the Stanley Cup finals, whether it's the World Series, whatever, you get the point. Like, mm-hmm. do you really believe that they don't? That they don't? Because they all say it. Like, so many, like, yeah. competitive athletes are like, I don't watch it. I, uh, to a certain extent, I do believe. Like, I think it depends on who the person is. Um the Penguins are playing the Predators in the Stanley Cup final and a player on the Predators team, James Neal, was traded out of Pittsburgh and then the Penguins went and won the cup last year and he said he couldn't watch the final. Like, I believe that. I think that's okay. probably true. And, like, yeah. I feel like for Russ, like, his former teammate is going to get what he always wanted. I could, I could believe that he, like, wouldn't want to watch that. Yeah, okay. I think it's pretty limited in those rare opportunities that it could be. Or if, like, you got butt-whooped in the conference final and there's some storyline there. Like, Alex Ovechkin may not be watching the Stanley Cup final either uh, in terms of a, a hockey reference. But Russ, I totally would understand if Russ isn't watching these final. And if you're not going to watch the final, if you're not going to watch the finals and you're going to watch Sister Act 2, that's, I mean, that's that's the way to go. That's yeah, I, cannot, yeah. I cannot blame him. I'm not a huge... Russell Westbrook fan. I kind of went K- team KD with this whole thing, but got a lot of a lot of brownie points in my book last night, Russ. Good for you, man. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, but I don't think being traded from a team or like leaving a team and then them going to like the finals in whatever sport, I don't think that would do it, but like if I lost to like you mentioned Ovechkin, if I went seven with a team that if I went seven games with a team yeah. that's in the final, that I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't watch wouldn't hockey watch. for the till next season. Like I wouldn't even right. want to be around anything that looked like hockey until next season. But I don't know right. if I, just being traded would make me do that. But yeah, if I actually took one of those teams to the limit and like you can constantly second guess, like if we would have done this, 
we could have won. If we would have done that, yeah. we could have won. Like, there's no right. way I'm finding any joy in watching, like, <laughs> in watching anything the Penguins are doing right now from Alexander Ovechkin. Like, even minus yeah. the history of it all, just, like, just this year alone, like, I'm not watching any of this. Yeah, that'd be tough to like, do that matchup in your head. It's like, oh, man, we'd be kicking this team's ass right yeah. now. We'd be to be able to do this and be a little tough to uh, digest. But you think Russ at least checked in? Took yes. a little glance at the score? Hey, Absolutely. had to, right? Well, Sister Act is only like two hours, and God knows the NBA Finals games are at least like four hours. So he it's definitely had true. some other time when the game was on that he wasn't Stop watching it. Sister Act. Do not compare basketball to baseball please i was gonna say did you mean baseball <laughs> like come on man well that game started at like nine o'clock and it went past midnight didn't it i don't know what did time it really it was. go past i don't midnight? know what time it ended because i really was i was watching the spelling bee from the third quarter on like the third yeah once it got to the third on. quarter it was oh yeah, yeah dude national spelling bee girl won with the word oh spell this guy's marrow cane marrow cane i'm not very good at spelling Marocaine sounds like like a really cheap college beer. Ooh, that's <laughs> legit. No, it sounds like a sweetener substitute. <laughs> 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 that's like <laughs> like Marocaine, the good sugar. <laughs> it's diet sugar. Marocaine. No high fructose corn syrup, but we've got that Marocaine, baby. We got yeah. that Marocaine. No, it's Mary Jane's cousin, Marocaine. <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one. Dad joke. Ding. Put up a one. <laughs> but yeah, Marocaine won it. M E R O C A I N is how it was spelled. M-E-R-O-C-A-N. I thought it was a very easy word for yeah. what won it. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's spelled exactly yeah, how it sounds. Like it I was is. expecting right. there to be like a J in there or something. Yeah. Like interesting. It was, but it was super intense. This girl named Ananya won it last night, and uh, some uh, of the words. Nah, man, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have no idea how anyone begins to spell some of these words cuz like the dude says it and he's super dry like like Ben Stein dry like it's yeah. just terrible how dry this guy is and he says these words and says these definitions and like I don't I I don't even know how to I don't even, I don't know I don't even know how to begin <laughs> saying some of this stuff man like it's it's ridiculous That's a championship you That's a championship you really can't do much with Spelling bee? Yeah. What do you, I mean? What are you doing with that in in for the rest of your life? I don't know, dude. You're forgotten you a year. Like get you're college, for, you're forgotten a year later, and what? Like you can you know write a book on the first try? Like, come on. Well, you would be an editor. You'd be world class editor. Uh, yeah. You but know editors make okay. But like, think about putting that on a resume, and then like you can actually back it up. If they're like, yeah, you were spelling bee champion, and then you're like, no, here's the tape. And they show you on what don't they put that on like ESPN? Dude, that's what it was yeah. on. Yeah. It's on ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Like that's kind of like that's better than Eagle Scout. I'll just go that I'll tell you that. No question. Much yeah. better than Eagle Scout. Like you're but getting you, into like, your, your dream college probably, as long as you don't completely screw up. You're like, Because yeah, you won the spelling bee ten years prior? I mean, it that's a that's a decade that's a decade. What would impress you more? That somebody was a spelling bee champion when they were a child or that they like got like a hundred merit badges? Well, yeah. like there's thousands they of kids that campfire. There's there's millions of kids that get merit badges. There's only one spelling bee champion, so I don't that's, there's no really where to compare. Yeah, okay. But like, yeah, I guess what are you gonna compare it to? Yeah, because there's only one. I'm the one. 
I just really DJ think they should have played that when he or she won. Yeah. <laughs> they should have. But she shouted out Steph Curry. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it was so what? random. They That's give her awesome. the trophy. Like her dad gives her a bear hug. But also, but before that, she spells the word and they're like, you are the spelling bee champion. And she looks at them like she wants more. <laughs> like she's looking and it wasn't until like her dad like, and brother present came up. my name yeah it was crazy like <laughs> her dad and her brother just come running up and like bear hug her and then she starts smiling and crying it was like she was so in the zone that she had no idea she won the spelling bee she wanted like nba finals confetti and everything she wanted like the full <laughs> yeah and full like shell balloons and she's like and uh, that's when she like realized that it happened was whenever the confetti and stuff did start the fall it was like there you go. it was so Delayed. crazy just looking at this girl's face who's been spelling words all week long but actually she was she like knocked like you'd knock 30 something other people out at 10 in the morning so like they're spelling yeah, from 10 to 2 and then they spell again from whatever time the final start like i want to say probably like six o'clock till like eight o'clock or nine o'clock something like that so I don't know how those kids do it, man, because that is like the most intense competition. Maybe in sports, period. Ooh. Dude, they do like, or we do a where are they now segment. We need to do like, where are they now and find out what the futures have ended up being for past right Spelling there. Bee champions. That's See, it. now that I'm about, I can get in with that. Because what if they're all like, like burnouts or maybe they're all saying. running Fortune 500 companies? It's a big, big mystery. They could be one-hit wonders, like Hanson, which is a little tease for later in the show. But <laughs> okay. you just never know. You, dude, Hanson had two who, two hits. M- had... Well, two for now. Bop, don't don't overlook Penny and Me because that is a joke. <laughs> My God, they have at least Penny two. Penny and Me tonight. At least, have at least. Did you just two. say at least two? That's a tease. All right. That's a tease for later. We're gonna get to it. Get out of here. I, okay. But well, and now I don't know if we're arguing or if we're on the same page. We're on the but same. I'm, I'm intrigued. And it's so are the listeners. And we're all going to wait to find out. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Last segment. Uh, Last segment. What say you? We run through the menu. Let's do it. Remember that rhyme. Would you run a rhyme bee? Yeah, I did. What's Damn. on today's menu? Damn it. Um, Today's menu Brought to you by as always, we're going to talk about <laughs> brunch food. Um, have you had any recently? Is there any random brunch food uh, news going on um, underneath this category? Since it's food related, we haven't talked yet about the Red Lobster uh, <laughs> lip balm. That's probably worth talking yes. about. And once again, I want to pose the question: What flavors would you like to have on your lips? <laughs> um, McDonald's got rid of orange drink. They have a fry fork fork thing. Uh, Zima back, people. Zima back. We got to get into that. Um, And I don't know what the last part of that that, was. Oh, that's the Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa? Yeah. Oh, oh, because she's with Ryan Seacrest. Right. Gotcha. Okay. That's on there too. Yeah, I thought didn't, didn't you put that on the menu? Yeah, but it does not it doesn't look the way I No, put yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um President oh, Trump. Oh god, why is that there like that? <laughs> you did that, bro. Didi, you did that. <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to not be there. One of our for the listeners, one of it's our topics <laughs> just says Oh uh, no, that was on last week's menu, sorry. One of our topics just away. says she finally has a co-host. 
<laughs> that was it. That was the topic. That was in reference to. That was the sub. That was the subtopic instead of the actual yeah. title. Um. So we'll scratch that. Uh, other topics. <laughs> President Trump is in the news, uh, which is a seemingly daily occurrence, and normally it's for all the wrong reasons. Uh, this time he mentioned a city that is near and dear to our hearts, the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, a lot of people have thoughts about that. Uh, Tiger Woods was in the news. Some some mug shots that uh, <laughs> turned into memes. Kind of feel bad for the guy, but that helped the internet, I think. It yeah. did. Um, there's Ryan Seacrest. Why does Ryan he Seacrest have so is on the menu jobs? again. <laughs> <laughs> he's back on the menu twice. Dude, he's got so many jobs. Um, ESPN is on the menu, laid off a bunch of people, uh, and it kind of just has been continuing, so uh, we might get to that. Our Where Are They Now segment featuring Rich Boy, and that's going to be told to us by the one and only Daniel Dudley. This is his turn to tell us Where Are They Now, Rich Boy. Uh, and as always, what we're listening to, the music that's in our eardrums this week. So all that and more coming your way um, on this episode of The Brunch Breakdown. That's episode 34. Quickly, make sure you subscribe to this podcast because if you couldn't tell by the opening 12 and a half minutes, this is <laughs> this is carefully planned genius. Big time. Uh, bi-weekly to tri-weekly, cross-country, pop culture, entertainment. Just... Genius. Extravaganza. Glorious. Um, we're on all the social medias at Brunch Breakdown. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dan is on Twitter or at SteelCityDan22. Uh, Didi is on Twitter at Didi is Bored. My name is Chris. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Uh, gentlemen, where are we going? Let's go where we always begin. First of all, happy happy post-Memorial Day weekend, everybody. That's yeah. why we, we were off last week because we needed another week off because – we were still tired from Vegas, I think. Um, but hope <laughs> you like enjoyed. a month ago now. It's a yeah. long, seems like a long time. So I can't believe that was a month ago. I feel like it was literally like last yeah. week. Yeah, we got to try to get back on our regular scheduled programming because there's too many riots that are taking place that we're not coming out regular. But anyways, <laughs> let's start where we've always always start, and that seems to be brunch, uh, gentlemen. Since it's been a couple of weeks, intrigued if you've had any delicious delicious or not so delicious brunches. Lately, Ooh. any new spots? Any hot spots? Any regular spots? Either you got anything t- anything good? Memorial Day brunch? Usually a cookout I, weekend. Yeah, it's a big cookout. Yeah, the Memorial Day big cookout weekend. But uh, I had some nice Mexican brunch, and uh, I had some nice Mexican brunch this past week. And at this place called what the hell was the place called? Paso something. I don't know. All I know is this spot. <laughs> and okay, <laughs> it's, it's a hell of a plug. Street from my house. And uh, yeah, went all brunch. The margaritas were five bucks. It was fire. There Why can't I think of the name? Anyway, just shows you Paso something. Paso something. something. But anyways, margaritas Hashtag. were five bucks. Like it was legit, and it was just really good. And I am now on a kick of having shrimp in my Mexican food. Now, oh, okay. I like that. Well, I like the what, sound of that. What was I gonna say that was gonna make you like? I thought you were saying shrimp for brunch. No, and I was a little. But, but I if mean, it's that part was of Mexican, brunch, though. But well, I mean, it's part if it's part of, of Mexican food, brunch. though. We're not getting into the taco thing, but what was it? What did you have? I had, had a shrimp. shrimp in it? I've had a, I had a shrimp burrito one week, and I had shrimp fajitas, shrimp and chicken fajitas, and they're fire. That's good. Like I'm kind of my obsessed with having shrimp in my Mexican food right now. I'm on a kick, and I'm on a big shrimp kick right now. I I even made shrimp on the grill recently too. 
That I was Ooh. about to ask. Is it like I've never had shrimp in Mexican okay. food? Is it like just uh, normal grilled, or is it fried, or how is There's it? There's two ways. Prepared? There's one that's like it's like a mesquite, right? Which is like just the way they barbecue it, and that's like and that has like different sauce, and that's really good. And then there's another way where you just like where they grill it and they put that in the burrito too. So yeah, but that's there's like two solid. ways that they do it, and it's both ways super good. Both of them. Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with it right now. Nice. I like that. I like the sound of that. Uh, Chris, any brunch for you? Uh, not lately. Things have been pretty busy. Sounds like the last three I episodes. Going, Go ahead. <laughs> I am going to uh, Spoonwood, though, on nice. Sunday, taking my parents there for the first time. So that should be Oh, nice. and then cool. you and I have a, a, a brunch date uh, with a loyal listener and friend the week after that, do we not? I believe so. We're still trying to coordinate, but a loyal listener of the Brunch Breakdown, Classy That's Doug Glassy, right. said he has to brunch with the co-host oh, of the Brunch man. Breakdown, so we're trying yeah. to put that together. Yeah, you're gonna I'm miss so out on mad that, I'm DD. missing this. It's going to be great. I'm very much looking forward to that, so we're trying like, to get I'm that scheduled. Very upset I'm missing this, because if there's anybody that like I want to be a fourth host on the Brunch Breakdown <laughs> at some point, it's Doug Glassy. There's no one else. There's nobody else except Look at that. He's going to love that statement. That's yeah, a hell of a statement else, out right? there. Like, there's I a like lot it. of people who want in. A lot of people want in, but nah. Sorry, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Doug Glassy first. <laughs> this job might for you. You, you can't have this, you can't have nah, this job, Ryan. Mm-mm. Sorry. Nah, nah bro. <laughs> I've been doing uh, a lot of the not-so-sexy not brunch. Yeah. <laughs> What is not so sexy brunch? Eaton Park is not sexy brunch. What is, sec- what is sexy brunch? Well, what mostly, makes a brunch? mostly brunch that can involve an alcohol. This is a good time for us to set a guideline because Dan has very specific he food does. guidelines and brunch guidelines and yeah. stuff like that. Dan, tell us what makes brunch sexy. Alcohol. And just for the people out there, if you're listening, understand if it doesn't fit this criteria, you your brunch is yeah, not sexy. No, it's alcohol. It is. Oh, oh that's yeah. it. It's I pretty was, simple. Oh, okay. I was expecting more. Okay, well then... It just makes okay. it a little unsexy. And so I've had a number of those recently. They've been good. I had a uh, meat lovers bowl the other day. Chris, I think, I think it would be something you'd be a large fan of. Um, I don't know why I said large. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I don't know why The start of this episode that. is weird, man. <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> that makes it sound like you're freaking fat and you love to eat meat. That, and, and that is not <laughs> true at all. No. We haven't done this for three weeks. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, and we're recording this on a Friday. We never record on Fridays. I think the function is off. off. Like, I'm not you're a tired large right fan, now. aren't you? You're a large <laughs> fan of food, aren't you? Yeah. Anyways, Chris, I think it... Chris, you'd be a large <laughs> fan of food, you fat bastard. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. I uh, I think this would be something you would enjoy, Chris. Um, home fries, uh, a variety of breakfast meats, and then eggs on top. Sign me up. Good to go. So that was uh, that's, that was delicious. But that's, uh, that's where I've been spending most of my brunch time lately. Quick, easy, convenient, all that type of good stuff. But uh, we'll have to at least try to recap our our guest host brunch. Uh, Next time, but try yeah, just trying to sexy brunch up a little bit. You know what I mean? That's what we'll uh, that's what I'll try to do. Try to do that for you, please. Can we do that? I'm just gonna avoid calling Chris large. Okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of large, uh, Red Lobster. 
has released a very limited number of their very popular Cheddar Bay Biscuit lip balm flavor. And I think it's only like 500 or something like that, some ridiculously low low number. I don't know if they're still doing it or not, but it's a very intriguing intriguing flavor out there. I mean, Cheddar Bay Biscuits, I, I assume you're both large fans of that. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, when you say the word Cheddar Bay Biscuit, my mouth starts to water. So good, However, though. when you follow that up with lip, yeah. the words lip balm, I start to feel sick to my stomach. I think you'd be licking your lips all the time. No. It would take... Right, yeah, because so... I'd just be like, it's a, no. bad, it's, a bad, it's a bad audio, but it's, too, it's just so delicious. <laughs> I don't want that on my... Because it's no. like, I don't think you can have anything that's like salty on your lips because you're going to be one of the, you know, I don't know. It doesn't want seem that. right. I'm not about that life. I just think. Would like, you avoid kissing your significant others if they wore uh, Cheddar Bay Biscuit lip balm? Uh, depends what kind of kiss we're talking. Are we talking like a "I just came home, I need to kiss you before I sit on the couch all night," or is this a mm. like we're about to get it on kiss? Because I mean, honestly, like a girl's the breath answer- can smell like a lot of things, like before True. I don't get it on. I don't think Cheddar Bay Biscuits could, like, <laughs> slow me down. Not going to slow you down? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could if you had too many of them, I guess. But uh, I don't know. Do you want your bedroom smelling like a red lobster? It doesn't I smell mean, the whole bedroom. It doesn't. It's not. Wrong lips, Chris. Take it easy. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I don't it know where Dan. It smell up the room. <laughs> I don't know where Dan's going with this, but I think that that is... I just think like we don't – there are some things you don't need to have every it's single It's a luxury day. item. It's a luxury item. Oh, I don't know. I think it's a bad idea. Yeah. I don't think it's a good idea, but I do know this. The Cheddar Bay Biscuits you can buy in the box. Yes. And they taste yeah. just as good. I kid you not. You made them at your house. You didn't have to go to Red Lobster. They taste just as good out of the box. I got them as like a – one of those like white – elephant gifts or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a part of one and i was nice. like i don't know what i'm gonna do with this and then like i was like let me make these and they were just as good and i'm a terrible cook so just to let you know how easy it is to make those banging biscuits at your house so there you go you can have biscuits in your lip balm right there and you won't even tell the difference <laughs> yep <laughs> no all right then what flavor would you would you want they make a ridiculous amount of these flavors popcorn i've even seen pickle which is disgusting but if you had to i love you a good pickle i bet you do i bet you do um dill dill is not a game dill is spicy dill hey what just saying if you had to pick a flavor for your lips what what would you what would you pick there starburst ah you dick and that's a big chris gates flavor (laughs) You son of a bitch. What flavor, though? Which one? What flavor? Um, I would probably go strawberry. Okay. And I could do maybe some of the Skittles flavors as well, but that fruit-flavored candy, man. Dude. Like, that's 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 where it's at. Dude, there is uh, Sour Patch Kid gum now, Ugh. and it's actually really good because I love how Sour Patch does, Kids. How long does the taste last for uh not very long i mean not very long that's the problem like basically you're just 
chewing gum with nothing on it <laughs> for a long time after that. Nice. And I'm a person that keeps gum in for so long. I won't even notice that I'm just, I don't even know why I'm not even chewing anything at that point. I'm just like, it's, you know, it's just in my mouth that time. But, but yeah, I don't know. But Starburst, probably orange flavor, something like that. Let That's a solid that. pick. That's a solid pick. I'm a huge peanut butter fan. I might go like a chocolate peanut butter, something like that. But again, I think I'd be licking my lips a little bit too much. But yeah. yeah. If a girl comes up to me and she's like, yo, I got Reese's lips for you. It's like, let's go. Let's get an Uber. Let's get the hell out of here. How long does that last? How much you got? It'd be game over. Game would be over. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. That would be, that's all I need. Reese's lips. Um, Reese's you were talking about lips. the, you were talking about like the fruit flavor one. How about like the tricks, the cereal? I think that'd be solid. A good little mixture in there. Nah, not for me. Yeah. No good? Not for me. I don't like tricks, though. Cinnamon that's Toast Crunch? That's, that, Cinnamon Toast Crunch could work. That, that could work. work. That might be that the one. That could definitely work. That might be the one. Yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Because a lot of cereal, to me, doesn't taste good. No, that's a, that's a bad take. So, like... <laughs> But it doesn't taste like any, like, you know what I mean? Like, I like, you know, like, I like Frosted Flakes. Like, I don't know if they, they don't really taste like anything. They're just like. Tastes like sugar. They're just there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, like Fruit Loops. Like, Fruit Loops really don't taste like anything. They just like, I don't know. You put them in milk and they just, you know, whatever. This is uh, interesting that you say this because we've teased uh, on our last episode, I think, our cereal bracket. Uh, and it yeah. tried to redeem ourselves from. We haven't learned from. Never, I know it was never more of a. Wasn't it again. more? It was more of a redemption. I think this is. But this is gonna be like a thirty-two. <laughs> the Steel City Dan redemption yeah. tour. A thirty-two. Somebody brought up the cheese bracket to me the other day. By the way, Chris, how about that? Um, well, that came up on Time Hop recently. Yeah. Well, it was weird because they brought it up the day before it came up on my Time Hop. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bad stuff. Uh, but it's, yeah, the redemption tour. I think. I. This is probably a bad idea. Um, very bad but we're gonna try to do it anyways it's gonna be an entertaining entertaining one to do uh but it sounds like you're gonna have some interesting takes dd so i can't wait to uh wait to see and that's how that's how we should vote we should put it out there screw the listeners sorry guys um (laughs) (laughs) that's how we get blamed it's all their fault the three three of us should vote they haven't tuned out by now now they're gone. yeah yeah sorry sorry guys uh the three of us should vote and that's how they should advance because that way there's no there's no debate We'll see. That works. We'll put it on the docket. All right. Unless the listeners want to ruin everything again. Sorry, I'm still salty over musicals, as you can tell. I love our listeners. They're the greatest in the world. Uh, speaking of food, how about this for a lip balm flavor? High C orange drink. Formerly served. I could get down with that, to be honest right? with you. Formerly served, and I do say formerly served, at your local McDonald's, yanking it out of restaurants, boys. Uh, a devastating day for high C orange fans. I mean, this is a drink you can have forever and always as a kid, as an adult. Yeah, great lip balm flavor, but uh, RIP high C orange drink at McDonald's. So I know this is a McDonald's decision. They're removing it from their stores, yeah. but like, then where do you get high C orange drink? If they're like buy juice boxes, but juice boxes, yeah, I think Pretty that's the much. only way you can get it now. Or you gotta go buy the big why, jug. Of um, it. <laughs> yeah, why did why did High C ever get rid of Ecto Cooler? Oh, too popular. You know that one? 
You don't know, but that's right. I don't know. That's the answer. I don't know. They, I don't they brought it back for a limited this. time. They brought I, it I back, like last yeah. year, because yeah, last year I think it was for the Ghostbuster movie. Yeah, yeah, but like, why wouldn't you have that all the time? And like, everybody likes orange drink. Why wouldn't you have it all the time? I just don't get it. That's true. Well, the reason that the high C is leaving is because it's re- being replaced by a uh, new carbonated drink called Sprite Tropic Berry, <laughs> which sounds interesting. That sounds um, disgusting. Stupid. Yeah, so it, it does. This, this, like you said, Chris, this was a McDonald's decision, and they're very aware that this might not be a good idea uh however they're gonna go and give uh sprite tropic berry a try i don't know i'm intrigued i'll give it a i'll give it a shot but promise me no promises cheat codes demi lovato it won't replace (laughs) stop right now just quit it's a good song it's a good song no it's fine no the song is fine just quit doing what you were about to do like Dan has thrown this episode into the big into Oscar the Grouch's trash. <laughs> I think it's one of our best episodes yet. Um, but it won't replace the flavor of icy <laughs> orange. So <laughs> maybe we can get the cheat codes oh on the show to get their take on it. But uh, yeah, so the the icy orange is gone, and they've also introduced the frork, which is probably even a dumber decision. Uh, to, it's part of their introducing their line of these new, and I'm air quoting healthier sandwiches, which look halfway decent, but it's a <laughs> wait. So the the fork is part <laughs> no, of their it's... a fry fork is part of their healthier. Sandwiches? It's part of their healthier sandwich line launch, and they're giving out a limited number of these already too. They may already be gone even by the time we uh, everybody hears this. But if you get one of these new sandwiches, you get this for, this. Fork contraption where it opens up and you can put four fries in there, lock it in. It looks like a fork, and it's supposed to. The marketing behind it is to to eat up the. I don't want to use the word drippings because I think it's one of the <laughs> nastiest words ever in the face of the planet. And when I hear it at Thanksgiving, I'm like, "Stop it! Everything's delicious. I don't need drippings." Uh, but like with the, any of the sauce that drips out from these new sandwiches, these new sauces to help you finish eat the deliciousness that didn't make it on the sandwich using this fork but it seems like it's a, a lot of work because you take one bite it's gone yeah. you have to reload yeah no one's using right. this thing except for kids yeah like because if you I mean if you hand me this thing and tell me to put four fries in it when i was like i don't know somewhere between the ages of like four and ten like i'm in on this sure. thing it's the best thing i've ever heard of in my life mm-hmm. but today no it should I'm be not, a happy meal. It should be a happy meal toy because none of these. No, you're right. It's a great point about the kids. No kids are getting like pico de gallo chicken at McDonald's. It ain't <laughs> happening. It just ain't happening. Uh, also, good luck finding four fries that are relatively the same shape and same length because you're just going to be pitchforking. I think for the most part with this thing, but it's a uh, Google image sh- search McDonald's fork and uh, let us know what you think. Or if you if you've had one. Let us know what it was like. Uh, very wrong. Very intrigued. Chris, would you f- go fork yourself? <laughs> would you go forking this weekend? Yes. None of that sounds enjoyable. Uh, <laughs> no. I as we as we talk about this more, I'm starting to think that the fork wasn't made for us. It wasn't. No. Um, so yeah, I don't. No, I would not use it. I. We need some sort of brunch utensil. It's a sad 
picture I have in my head, actually. It's like somebody goes, somebody our age goes to McDonald's. Oh, man. Through the drive-thru, gets a fork. They're real excited about it. They go home, and like that's this that's the big evening is that they're putting fries into a fork and taking bites out of it. And I just want that person to have a better life. They may be listening. They maybe they're maybe you. they're a solo bruncher. Forker, put so the lonely brunch down and go to brunch tomorrow. Okay, change it with up. us. Invite yeah, us to brunch. Hurts. We'll go with you. Um, that hurt. Yeah, that was deep there, Chris. That was deep. Wow. They're listening right now. They're they're mid forking. If if brunch breakdown can change lives, it's something we should try and do. That's true. That's true. I keep trying to think of a of a brunch replacement of something similar that could be utilizing a more than one food with a utensil to try, but I just can't think of anything that that works. A brunch fork. I don't know what. Nah. You know what I mean? Nah. Nothing. You'd need like a. Ooh, wait. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Thanks. I was trying to think of something with a waffle or bacon. Ooh, there it is. Bacon spoon. Bacon spoon. That's it. Bacon spoon. Chris, I don't come need on. To you love bacon. My utensils. And plus, that means they're going to be flimsy. So, like, if you don't get that bacon spoon out, like, as soon as it's done, that's going to be crappy material. <laughs> <laughs> TM, though, because crappier than the fork? Somebody's going to design that. Somebody will. Somebody's going to take it now. But no, TM, it's in the vault. We're mailing it to ourselves as well. Yeah. Every method yeah. possible. All right, we'll work on the bacon spoon. We'll work on that. If you have your ideas, send them to us at Brush Breakdown on Twitter <laughs> or slide into the DM. We can help create this thing together without getting too public. The bacon spoon would be the, with the boon or the spacon. The spacon. The boon. The boon. Boon spacon. That sounds... That like sounds that. like sexy brunch. The boon. I like the boon. <laughs> I like the boon. <laughs> I like the boon. That's another. That's a great. Up right now, bacon spoon. We're making that on our. Uh, we're having a merch line. That's going to be one right there. I like the boon. And then it's going to be a big bacon spoon in the back. Yeah, I'm not really seeing much about this bacon spoon. That's why See? we TM'd it. Doing research as we speak. And there's this nothing episode is clearly no, for us it's this a thing. week. It's a thing. It is? Yeah, the bacon spoon is a thing. There's a way to make bacon spoons. Oh, uh, no, that's horseshit. We're going we're gonna to market these. We're going to sell them. It's going to be money. Yeah, there's a way you to You don't do want to make it. your own? You yeah. don't do that. You don't do that. Uh, well, it speaking looks cool, of, though. Looks cool? All right. Yeah, it see? looks cool, but we'll worry about that next episode. I don't want to give too much up. I'm not sure if this actually exists or if this is just like some mom blog just made this thing up. So, <laughs> right. Gonna, I'm going to be quiet real quick. Good call. Good call. Stay off. Something. Stay off of Etsy. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> um, let's get back to some some other big news. Something that uh, a flashback to an episode many moons ago. It seems like now where we all it was. I think I forget why we brought it up, but creating our own alcoholic beverage that represented the brunch breakdown it involved. I think Yingling. It involved Jack, and it involved some other stuff. Uh, we called it the A to Z. Oh, mine was the A to Z. That's what it was. And it had a couple different things in it, and the Z was Zima. And here, here we have all of a sudden we've been talking Zima for a few episodes now. And ladies and gentlemen, Zima's back. Yes, it is. Zima yeah. is actually coming back. Um, how excited were you when you heard this, guys? I'm excited because I want to drink a Zima. 
I want to know what we were, it yeah. even tastes like. We haven't. It's been gone before we all turned twenty-one, right? Yeah, even. Yeah. Like gone before, you know, when we were of those ages of drinking. I just knew what Azima was because it was a pop. It was, you know, they had commercials. It was a part of pop culture. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a ton of commercials. Yeah, so that's the only and my only thing. That's the only thing I know about Zima. And then just like still knowing about it because of like VH1 does those like I love the '90s shows and stuff like that. So I know what Zima is, but I want to taste a Zima. I need to know what Zima tastes like. When are they coming back, or when is it launching, or whatever? I'm looking at that right now. I believe it's in July. Dude, 4th of July, Zima, that's when it's got to come out. If it came out the week before 4th of July, that's these people are smart. It might be an all Zima bachelor party is what I'm thinking. Ooh. Whoa. Ooh. Whoa. Oh, I need to effort this exactly. Ooh. Oh, summer return. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. Zima. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're saying that part of the reason they're bringing it back is because you have like this, all these Henry hard, Henry's hard soda and... Types oh, of yeah. malt beverages like that that are kind of taken off, and they're like, "Well, shit, why don't we bring back Zima?" Um, well, because Zima was the thing that got made fun of so much, and now, yeah, all of those drinks like that are like people drink those like it's nothing. Like that, the what is it? The Reds Apple Ale, which mm-hmm. everybody like, because I forget like when the, you just look at like the sales for different beers and stuff, and like all of like the Budweiser like lime stuff that like everyone swears they don't drink, but like makes so much money. Because every, because so many people are actually drinking it, so many people are actually buying it. I'm just fascinated by this because like Zima has not been a thing for a really long time. Yeah. So how did like like we we say this is like Zima is coming back, but like people had to do that. <laughs> like like people had to be like like it's not just like oh Zima we're gonna be a company again. Like somebody owns Zima right yeah. or some other company owns Zima and they were like this seems like the time for Zima again. <laughs> like I would have loved to be in those board meetings where they're like like every year they like check in they're like all right guys annual report what's going on in your areas and then there's like the like the three people that are still still like working on Zima they've been working on Zima for fifteen years waiting for somebody to give them a chance and finally they're like guys. 2017, I think this is the year of Zima. I think this is your year. And now those three people are freaking out because it's actually happened, and they, they never thought that was going to happen. It's finally... Wake up the Zima crew. Wake them up. <laughs> Wake them up. up. <laughs> they're back. Yeah, they're, uh, it's uh, you know from Miller Coors, so obviously they know what they're doing. They're taking the, the risk with it. Um, I know the popular flavored uh, water called... Uh, look, it's either... It, people pronounce it all differently. LaCroix, LaCroix. L A C R O I X. I call it LaCrotch. <laughs> or that, or LaCrotch. Uh, they said, think of uh, a, boozy ver- a bougie, bougie version of that for Ooh. people that haven't had the Zima. And according to Zima's very own page, it will be returning on or before July 4th and will be sold until Labor Day nationwide. So limited time. But the better news is there, Chris. On or before July 4th, which means we've got a Zimmer bachelor party just for you. Trump's America, man. This is what he meant when he said he's going to make America great again. It was all about Zima. Zima on the 4th of July. Okay. Things are looking up. What else could, how, what else could you back. ask for? What else could you ask for? Zima is back. Our voices have been heard. Thank you for those at Miller Coors that have been the Zima crew. Thank you for staying woke and being ready to be called on because this is your year. Zima's back. Zima back. I can't wait to have one. I'm like so excited to have one. Like I know. It's gonna be disgusting probably, but I'm super excited. 
just to say that I did it. Okay. I actually did it. Keep oh, looking. and speaking of bachelor parties, I was just, I got off the phone with my mom right before I got onto this with do, do the brunch breakdown. And I was like, and my mom was like, so when are you coming home? Like the wedding is when? And I was like, oh, it's in like September. But I was like the bachelor party that's in July. And I was like, I'm not, but I'm just like, they're I'm going to Baltimore and they're going to pick me up and whatever. And she was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I thought you said the. I thought the bachelor party was what I saw on Facebook. I mm. thought that's what that happened in May, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, no, 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 no. This was the we can't take fifteen people to Vegas, or we don't want to deal with fifteen people in Vegas. So we took. So just some of us lied to Chris, and we went to Vegas, and then the real bachelor party <laughs> is in July. And she's like, don't you think that's a lot? And I was like, no, no, it's uh, I was it's like, not. I was like, your like your best friend only gets married two or three times. You know what I mean? You got, <laughs> valid. And you got to do it big for that first one. It's valid. You should have just been like, yeah, we were only going to do one bachelor party. And then we heard Zima was coming back. So we got we like to, 15 yeah. of our best friends together. Everybody's really puffed. Literally the it. week after the fourth. So we know for sure yeah. we're going to have it. <laughs> Unbelievable. That is going to. We're going to have Zima banners and everything. Zima, I don't even it, want to talk about it. Hey, we're gonna tweet. We're gonna tweet Zima. We should tweet Zima oh. leading up to the bachelor party and be like, "If you guys want to sponsor, we will. We will plug you on the brunch breakdown. We will plug you in Ocean City. Yes, we'll we'll walk around shot. secrets with Zima tattoos. Chris, you're about to get married. Please stop talking about plugging people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> promote. We will promote, promote you. Promotion. <laughs> hey, Dan is Dan is ready to get a tattoo. We'll just tattoo Zima on his back. That works. <laughs> It'll be like those wrestlers that get paid or wrestlers, uh, boxers that get paid to like put tattoo get temporary tattoos on their back when they fight. Dan will get a big temporary Zima tattoo on his back, and he'll be shirtless all weekend. Great, can't Ooh. wait. Okay. Can't wait. <laughs> Um, <laughs> dude, I forgot about that. Like those low level boxing fights used to do that all the time. Like they probably yeah. still do it, but like, cause boxing used to be on TV a lot more. And I used to think that those were, I just tell my dad, I'm like, why would you get like, why would you get Takate on your back? Like that makes no <laughs> sense. And what is Takate? And my dad would be like, <laughs> my dad would be like, it's just, that's just how they're promoting. It's pretty stupid, but that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they do gotcha. that anymore, but like they used to do that. Like every time I'd watch, like, cause they used to have Friday night fights on ESPN and they used to always do yeah. that. Wow. Right. Yeah. Got you talking about Takate. Yeah. So. Dude, that's enough. Dude, that's a funny thing about moving to, uh, moving to California is that like all those beers that I only saw in boxing fights because I'm a huge boxing fan. <laughs> I've had them all now <laughs> and it's pretty there. great. Cause it's just like I like every time I see one, I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I just think of some random boxing match. Amazing, yeah, amazing. Uh, let's go to the news portion of things here. Um, we'll start with the the latest news story about uh, President Trump and his comments about Pittsburgh and not Paris. Do either of you two know the who knows the most about this story? Because I don't think it's me. I just know about the comment, but. Does anybody have a, the better context to brief us? No. I try to stay away from <laughs> Trump-related news anymore. Right. But from what I understand, the Paris Agreement was, you know, about... An environmental type of climate change mm-hmm. thing, yeah, right? Yeah, it's about the environment. And he said... I think I, I think he like literally thinks that the Paris Agreement is about Paris, but it's like yes. virtually the entire world yes. that are part is part of the Paris Agreement. 
Um, and yeah, and then he said something to the effect of we're not in this for Paris, we're in this for Pittsburgh. Because I think he thinks that the people in Pittsburgh want to go back to the coal mining steel days. Yeah, no, he's I, he's an idiot. Because here's what he because <laughs> I was watching it and I was just like, because I try to stay away from the Trump related news because there's just so much of it. It's like every day. Yeah. It's like and, and every time like the dude, even whenever it's something that he doesn't do wrong, people make it like it's so wrong. It's like, oh, my right. God, Avonk is sitting at his desk in the Oval. It's his daughter is sitting at the desk. Mm-hmm. Leave like, you. You can't like he's gonna give us enough stuff. We don't need to make stuff up. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like he gives us stuff like this. So I'm watching this whole Paris Agreement thing, which I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm some expert on. Louis but like I know it has to do with just like global warming and us wanting to make the you know make everything better because nobody wants the world to just freaking implode on itself. So every country except for two of them are now in this Paris Agreement. It's Nicaragua and us. We're the only two countries that aren't in this thing. Nice. And he's up there just freestyling like Trump does. And he's just up there like he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm here to protect Detroit. I'm here to protect young of Youngstown. So he's talking about all these places that historically have had, you know, jobs taken away. And they're historically known for like, you know, car industry or coal mines or like mills and all this like all these factory jobs, stuff like that. And he goes and says, I, you know, I was elected by pittsburgh so i'm going to support pittsburgh not paris and then everyone all his minions they all start laughing they're they're all laughing they think he said something clever and i'm watching this like does he know what pittsburgh looks like no clearly not he he was here a number of times but i think he despite being here doesn't realize that like we're a tech and healthcare hub yeah Yeah. and and yeah yeah not coal mining exactly Um, pittsburgh's mayor bill peduto uh was very very unhappy about the comments and has come yeah. out and been on national television everywhere saying those exact things that Pittsburgh once was that, but now they've re- reinvented uh, themselves into uh, the tech corridor in the future and things like that. And is a, you know, Google and Uber have offices here doing self-driving cars and things like that. Dude, Disney research has an office there, like yeah. the new Pandora land yeah. or whatever they just put down in Disney world, really big deal. All of that stuff, like the uh, majority of that stuff was started in Pittsburgh, was done in Pittsburgh before going there, was started there. Like, yeah. So the, yeah, the idea yeah. that that represents what Pittsburgh is or wants to be is completely wrong. It also was a little humorous that some people noted that, um, you know, he wants to represent Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh was a, a, the, the county that it's in was heavily voted for Hillary Clinton in the election, like something near 80%. Um, the state as a whole, not so much in this side, that side of Pennsylvania, not entirely, but where the majority of the people are, including the city of Pittsburgh, was very much blue during the election. So uh, had some people up in arms for, right, uh, for, for the right reasons. But um, I, guess, uh, I guess our city's getting some good pub out of this because people, oh, are, lear- people are now learning the things that we just said. And with Mayor Peduto going on TV and things like that, it only... It only helps you hear these lists that Pittsburgh gets to gets to be on. You know, one of the top ten cities uh, to live in, top ten cities to, for the future, for jobs, to raise families, and uh, yeah, there's the coal mining jobs and things like that are gone now. But it's not like you know Pittsburgh's yeah. struggling as a city to get those jobs back. Uh, no thanks. No, yeah, keep it's the cool. In the it, past. It's cool to see because like when I was watching this in real time, like watching it live, I couldn't believe what he said, and I'm thinking like, all right, I'm gonna be the only person that like 
gets so mad about this, but like everyone's charged up. I'm seeing all these people on Twitter saying everything. And then like there's been pieces in the, there's pieces in the New York Times today and the Washington Post today. There's so many blogs written about like what Pittsburgh is now. And the reason why it is, is because of a climate program that they started in like the 60s mm-hmm. to get Pittsburgh to where it is now, to transition out of where they knew this was going to end. So it's like a lot of smart people in Pittsburgh made Pittsburgh the way it is. Like even talking to my dad a few minutes ago, he was like, when you went into Pittsburgh, and I know you guys probably know this, probably heard stories about it. It's like when you went into Pittsburgh back in the day, it was just dark. Yeah. Because it was in just. In the middle of the day, it was dark. It was disgusting. It was dark in the middle of the day, just pollution everywhere. Same way, just all up and down the entire, like th- that whole area was just like orange is what some people called it. And just absolutely just looks like dark. And it's not like that at all anymore. So President Trump probably needs to, you know. I don't know, read or something. Read. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> it was ridiculous just hearing him sound so stupid. Well, uh, another big news story that came out this week involves one of the most popular athletes of our uh, of our time. <sighs> just a story that continues to get more and more sad. Tiger Woods found unstable behind the wheel of his vehicle. Um, but the story being that it wasn't alcohol-related. He blew a point zero 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 twice on a breathalyzer test, saying it was uh, misuse of prescription dr- drugs, bad reaction to things like that. The video is now out. It doesn't look good. Guys, what is happening to our golf savior here as things just continue to get worse for Eldrick Woods? It's, it's, making, me, it's making me sad to see that this stuff continues to happen. It's a bummer, man. It sucks. Like it really sucks. Like this sucks. Like yeah, because you're because you're just scared that the guy's gonna like I don't know like die or kill himself or have some tragic tale because pain. You know we take that for granted. Like I think in all sports, and I'm surprised that this we haven't heard more stories like this when it comes to painkillers and stuff because. I mean, we all know, like, because we we joke about it in sports where it's like, oh, yeah, he just rolled his ankle. They'll give him a shot before the game. Yeah. Like, those are painkillers. Right. You know what I mean? In Tigers. Right. Like, Nick Benino for oh. the Penguins is in a walking boot, and they're like, yeah, he might play tomorrow. Dude. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's Dude. like, no, yeah, with crutches. <laughs> it's like, hmm? He's the, he took the puck off the skate, right? Yeah. Off the ankle, right? I thought he shattered Dude, his ankle. when I saw that, all I, like, when I saw that, all I could think about was just, like, you no, I quit. I quit if that happened to me. Yeah. Like I'm done. Yeah. I am out of there if yeah. that happens to me. Like I just absolutely quit. If like that was the ugliest thing. Like we've seen a lot of ugly things in hockey and there are so many just like, you know, that just point blank gruesome things, but seeing that in slow motion, I honestly thought like I was like this guy's never going to be able to walk again. Like there's no way there's nothing there's nothing in there in his foot. It's just skin. Like they'll shoot yeah. him up. Brutal. Shoot him up. Absolutely brutal. Yeah, and we take that stuff for granted. So this is, you know, we take that stuff for granted. So I think that's just like it's a scary tale when it comes to Tiger. But you know, especially how many seeing how so many surgeries the athlete in the world. Yeah, with how many surgeries he's gone through. Yeah, back, back surgeries, like serious yeah. back surgeries that that he's still on painkillers, and to just think that may never and probably will never be the same again. And he's still dealing with this type of stuff. And now that it's gotten an, into a big public story again like it did with his ex-wife years ago thanksgiving night this is just another one of those sad chapters in the story of his career that just makes it seem like there's just no way to i mean it'd be 
uh, a hell of a story to tell if he could get back to golf shape and be competitive once again that he continued to over overcome stuff like this but um yeah just a just a shame to see a, a sports sports legend in this type of situation still at a relatively young age for a golfer i mean he should be out there uh, there's guys that are older than him that are winning tournaments right now and not on the Champions Tour. And it's it's a shame that it seems like the career is going to be cut short for Tiger um, with just con- ending stories like some, this. Like, really high, there are some really highly technical sports, though, that like I don't think you need to be, or it's probably not healthy from like a biomechanical standpoint to be playing that sport you know from a young like when did tiger woods started golfing when he was like three four or something three like so think about the amount of times he's put his body in that position to swing a golf club from the age of Mm -hmm. three like and he you know from everything you heard about him you know as a kid like he had a talent and so his parents made him really practice it and get great at it and it's like you see that with with a lot of pitchers too like pitchers that are really good but like you keep putting your arm through that same motion you're there's no way that you can sustain that for a long period of time like golf is so highly technical and your spine is so Mm -hmm. involved in that movement for every single thing that you do like that's just i can understand why like he maybe got to a point where his body just broke down and now it's at the point where he can't he can't realistically rehab to get back anywhere close to where he was and I think he was probably, you know, in those last few years of his dominance, he was probably on a lot of those, you know, sh- getting shot up painkillers just to get through tournaments. And like, so when you get to the point where you clearly need to rehab something and then you go past that, like you're going to be, uh, you're asking to be bedridden because you can't move. That's just, yeah, I mean, just this crazy. is the guy who won the, he won the U.S. Open on one leg, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did. 20, so it's yeah. like, right. Yeah, this is a guy who had I mean, because think about what because now we see these golfers coming up and they all look they all like look like Tiger. They're in shape. You know, you can tell they hit the gym. Think about what golfers looked like in the 90s. Absolutely. You know (laughs) what I mean? What we thought of golfers like John Daly, what like Phil Mickelson looks Mm -hmm. like, like what these guys look like. They all just looked like they were either just like skinny dudes or they were just like out of shape dudes, like whatever. Like I'm not saying that that doesn't make golf any less hard or whatever. Golf is extremely difficult. You have to be so perfect in golf. But like these, like Tiger was the first of his kind that like he treated golf like it was football. Like, he treated golf like it was basketball. Like, Tiger was just as much in shape. He's standing next to any of your favorite athletes in the world. So, like, it's it's just so – and when you see him and, like, the way that he took in the golf was not the way that other people look at golf. Like, he was like, no, like, I am am going to destroy this course – I am going to make mm-hmm. you make the remake this course again because I made because I made it look so easy. Like, right, exactly. You know, it's uh, exactly. But, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's it's very sad. It's a very yeah. sad thing. Like the I, I and I do feel like after finding out that it wasn't alcohol, you then it just turned into just like it turned in from like wow that's so stupid to oh man like this like actually like this is a problem. Right, like, he's gonna have to like go yeah. to rehab and shit. Like right. he may never golf. Yeah. For he may not golf for a long time, you know what I exactly. mean? Because he's got to figure out how to golf without being able to, you know, pop a bunch of hills before to get through eighteen or to get through a weekend. Yeah, because he like, played golf earlier this year in his first tournament in a long time and yeah. was uh, relatively competitive for some of the time. 
And even though it was a smaller field, you know, we saw some glimpses of Bolt Tiger out there, and there was possibility that he was trying to get back to play the Masters, trying to get back to play the U.S. Open, which is coming up here soon. But clearly, he's nowhere near uh, returning to the golf course, unfortunately. Yeah. So hopefully we'll uh, can get some good news on Tiger in the next couple of months, gets himself back on track. Um, We're going to have to get through this, huh? Yeah, what do we want to do? Do we want to do the, the Where Are You Now and then go to music? Yeah, I think we probably should. All right, yeah, we'll go where are you now? Okay. Then get to music. All right. Oh, yeah. Ryan Seacrest, in one word. Quick bite. Uh, Quick bite. How does he get how does he keep this many jobs? Bacon spoons. <laughs> I don't know. He invented the bacon spoon or something. I, <laughs> that's it. He invented the bacon spoon. <laughs> I know that's yeah, that's a couple words there, more than one, but uh it's unbelievable. The guy ho- he has a hologram, is my he has guess. to. <laughs> Because hologram, hologram Seacrest. Before I know we got to move on here, but is he moving his radio show to New York then? Dude, that's the question. Everyone, and he's about to do, and he's there. How's he going to announce that he's going to host Idol again, too? Oh, gosh. How the hell is he going to do that? They're on different sides of the country. Dude, no idea. Like, I know, I know how he can do the radio show, but I'm just wondering how long he's going to want to do the radio show. Right. From New York, he's in New York every day now. Because I know people who work on the show, so I who work on that radio show. So I hope, I really hope that he doesn't get rid of them, yeah, right, or moves them out to New York with them, them or there. gives them that option. Yeah. But I feel like that's going to happen soon. Yeah, I don't know how. I honestly, I'm clueless. That's my word for that. Hol- I have no idea. Hologram, hologram, Seacrest. Yeah, dude, hologram, hologram and bacon spoons. And bacon spoons. <laughs> hologram, bacon spoon. Clueless. I love it. I feel like those are all kind of the same thing. All the same thing. It'd be a great title episode. Uh, all right, let's get to one of our favorite segments that we do here each and every episode. Daniel Deli is up next. Let's hit the music for Where Are They Now? Where are you now? Where are you now? Where are you now, are you now that I need you? Where are they now? This week is Rich Boy. You may remember his song, his big hit, Throw Some D's, back in 2007. And if you don't it, remember it, tune out. Throw Some D's on who? Seriously, tune out. Throw Some D's on that. There is, in my opinion, there is not a better debut single in the 2000s than that one. Wow. And that can be a whole other episode in itself. Probably. Thinking about debut singles from different bands or groups or artists, whatever, you can't, there's not a better one. Then throw some D's because throw some D's could be on the radio right now. Throw it in there right now. Just play that in the play that for a middle school or high school right now. They may not have never heard the song before. And I'm telling you, they're going to be like, oh, who's this? Who's, who's this? this? Who's this? This is it right here. <laughs> telling you not too many songs you can do that for. Rich Boy is one of them. Goes by the name Maurice Richards. That's his real name. And that that's probably his name for good everybody that works at like UPS it. with him now. Um <laughs> <laughs> His, his, his Big Mo, whatever they call him. Uh, I tell you this. This is not one of those where you now where people are surprised, where you're surprised. Like, wow, they're still making music. Rich Boy, still making music. What? But to be 1,000% honest, he has not done really anything Uh-oh. since. Uh, he tried. He released a single called Top of the World in 2009. Did not go anywhere. Both That song peaked at like, 50 on the R&B chart, not even the Ooh. Hot 100 chart. Didn't I think go anywhere we near. could peak at 50 on the R&B chart. <laughs> Dude, I could too. <laughs> on, a, on a slow week, on a week where like, seriously, on a week where Drake doesn't release an album, I'm telling right. you, like we are, we are pretty solid mm-hmm. getting in the top 50 of the R&B chart right there. 
Um, in 2012, he released a mixtape called Back to the Back of the Class. That didn't really go anywhere either. Um, yeah, and it has just been kind of a, sla- a sad decline where, honestly, Rich Boy may, may be working at UPS. He may be your mailman and uh, that has a, has a number one hit out there. Uh, yeah, last song he put out is called Break the Pot in 2013. It has not gone well. He was the uh, BET Hip Hop Awards Rookie of the Year in 20, 20, 2007, <laughs> and it all went oh, down from there. The so, uh, right there. if you're wondering where Rich Boy is now, um, he he he's probably working at Kroger's, Giant Eagle, Vons, Ralph's, yeah. somewhere. But uh, wow! Shouts to Rich Boy for giving us throw some D's, and uh, yeah, that's all I got. Unbelievable! Another one from one sad story to another, from the yeah. height, the peak height to falling to the plummets. And what a song! Yeah, why doesn't that that should get more play? You know, there's enough replay. It still does for me, but I'm kind of stuck in 2009. I think everybody knows that. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Such a great song! Oh my god, such a great song! It's got to be on the Bachelor playlist, right? I never slip. I never fall. That oh my that in addition that in addition to the uh, Sister Act soundtrack, right? That's on the playlist for the for the Bachelor party. Yeah, should be. It better be. Better be. It better be. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at Rich Boy's Twitter right now. Okay. At Rich and at Rich Boy. At Rich no. Boy. Squeegee it's at on third underscore Rich Boy. Oh, somebody had it already. That's a shame. Some other boy. Um, Some other Rich Boy. Yeah. He has a new song featuring Picasso. That's not think, real. I don't think that's possible. That's uh, <laughs> it's not real. Does he have a blue check? <laughs> yeah. How many ver- how many followers? 31,000. And he has a new song out called Pull Em Out. Oh, that's not real. Oh, no. Never mind. This is just sad now. He had me on the beat there for a second, and then he opened his mouth. (laughs) Gosh. Just doesn't work. If he was a rich boy, then he'd be better. Um, Yeah, rich boy. Here, here's the moral of the story before we get into music. Rich boy, probably not so rich anymore. No, definitely not. Probably not. So and it looks like he just performed at a strip club. Now that sounds yes. right. Now that sounds accurate. Anybody, because just like you said, we could debut at 50 on the R&B chart. We <clears throat> could go perform at a strip club anytime we want. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, let's rich get boy. into it, boys. Nice. What we're listening to. Bow! I love it. Lots of music. To go over here today, three weeks worth. Who's up first? Rock, paper, scissors? What do you guys want to do here? I am going first because I have a feeling Dan's going to just jack all of my oh, music. Oh, you son so of a bitch, probably. At least one song. I, I have a feeling he's going to jack, so I'm just going to like let it. I'm, I'm not going to let him do it. All right, just wait it. for me. So here we go. You'll hear me if I'm um, We start off with uh, a little old school, but it actually is really awesome because it's new. Missy Elliott has a song called I'm Better. She put out the remix of the I'm Better song is actually really good. This Missy Elliott's official comeback single. She's doing some festivals this year, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the song's really cool. Got a dope beat. It sounds very current. And then she put the remix out, and it's got Trina, Eve, and Little Kim on it. Oh, shit. And they all sound amazing on it. So wow. it's really good song. Uh, it just It's awesome to hear, like, all these female rappers that were huge in the early 2000s, like sounding super current on a record. It makes me like want a new Eve album now, which I didn't know I wanted before listening <laughs> to this song. So 
check out uh, I'm Better uh, by Missy Elliott okay. and her friends. The remix, by the way. Uh, Julia Michaels, new song. It's called Uh-Huh. There it is. And it is, there it is. great. She had the song called Issues. Um, she actually has another song that it was really good that uh, they put on Girls, but it's nowhere to be found anywhere You're else. You're still looking for that uh, song. Julia Michaels is actually her and her writing partner, Justin Trainter. They've been writing songs since like for the last six or seven years. Julia Michaels is only like 22 years old. Um, and she's written songs for basically every pop artist out there. Yeah. And now she's keeping these songs for herself. So if you're wondering why you don't like songs by Selena Gomez or Miley Cyrus, well, that's because Julia Michaels Stop is keeping all them. of her songs <laughs> for herself right now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh is another one of those. It's great. Um, Little Yachty just put out his album. And uh, he's got the song called Like a Star on there, first song on the album, and it is really, really good. So check that out. Uh, Paramore. I apologize to Paramore. Big Whoa, apologies. Oh, here we go. I love this album. I love the new album. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And I hate, and I don't know what I was listening to before. I think I was just mad because of the stuff, the press they did for the album. Yeah. I think that made me mad because they were just kind of ripping their past. And I was like, this is stupid. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. And then I actually listening to the album. Album's really good. Song called Fake Happy. Really, really good song. Yes. Um, Mansions, Mike Posner and Black Bear. They put out a project called Mansions and uh, the song called Wicked with G-Eazy. Perfect to put on your summer playlist. Love that. Um, Fifth Harmony, Sans Camila Cabello just put out their first <laughs> new song together and i will say this fifth harmony looks so much better now without camilla so yeah, I don't, you said that earlier i don't know what you're talking about dude they look so much better without their little sister dragon along <sighs> i'm telling you they look so much better like okay. look at the album art for their song i did see that i saw the album art and i was like okay and there you go whoa <laughs> there is no awkwardness to that whoa. they are all four women and i'm like yo shouts to fifth harmony down is a good record and then major laser um, they just put out an EP with like six songs on it and uh, just kind of threw it out there for the summer. A lot of island vibes. And there's a song called Particula that is fire. Nice. Particula. Dude, I love me some Major Laser. I got a great jam. Listen to that Particula. one. Particula. Nice. All, all right. Is that all you got for us this week, Didi? That's, That's good stuff right there. That's what I got. That's good stuff. Um, all right. You mind if I go, Chris? Sure, Dan. Or no, you're afraid I'm going to steal your songs. Go, so go ahead. Everybody's afraid I'm going to steal their songs. Yeah, I never know because you list 20 songs every episode. Yeah, that's right. You got to give the people the good music. You got to give. You got to tell them what's up. Well, I've been listening to the deluxe version of California um, from Blink 182, and I figure you probably have at least something on there from that. But uh, I wish they would have released this first. I wish this would have come (laughs) out because the uh, deluxe version. Uh, I, in my opinion, is considerably better. Parking Lot's a great song. Wildfire's a great song. Uh, Can't Get You More Pregnant is a funny song. They have an acoustic right. version <laughs> of Bored to Death, which is really good. Um, and if you haven't purchased either of them, if you buy the deluxe version, you get both the deluxe version and the original version of California. So uh, it's worth cool. the money to drop uh, to get both, essentially, of those albums. In addition to that, Neck Deep has put out two songs to preview their album that's coming out in August, a song called Happy Judgment Day and a song called Where Do We Go When We Go. Both very good. They shot music videos for both of those songs. It's exciting to get new music from Neck Deep. I think they recently uh, put out their past album was the best pop punk album I think that's been put out in probably 10 years um so so far listening to those two songs as the pre-releases 
they're very good. I'm excited to hear what the uh, what the new album sounds like, but that's what I'm listening to. Very good. Who are they going on tour with? Are they going on tour with somebody? It's a like, good question. Who? Because Blink? I no neck deep. neck deep neck deep because I swear I saw their name on like someone else's tour and I thought that was really cool because I know you've mentioned neck deep a lot. I swear I did. I may I may be completely wrong, but I swear I saw their names on like someone's tour. Knee shadows, knee shadow. You might be right. I'll uh, see if I can find it. They um yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that, I, while I, I swear run. I saw them on somebody's tour. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I did. But effort that while I that. run down a list of 500 songs here for you guys. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> You took an we took an extra week off. It's just gonna cause trouble. Uh, yes, the deluxe version of California that uh, you mentioned there, Chris, is absolutely fantastic, and a lot of that old school bling sound that I think a lot of people were happy with. There's a couple of just albums that came out that I'm not gonna list multiple songs for you. Um, that I just want to highlight first. Uh, first, Mr. Wives' album "Connect the Dots" is absolutely fantastic, and everything we could have wanted for Mr. Wives. Uh, Lincoln Park's album. Highly anticipated album, One More Light, came out, and it is all of the same. Uh, I've only given it one listen through, but it is very <laughs> soft radio pop. There's not a lot of, there's no guitars. There's there's no surprises really in there. Uh, we, we heard a little bit of Mike Shinoda rapping uh, in, a, in a song that they dropped earlier that we previewed on our last playlist. But uh, again, nothing that really surprised you in a, in a positive way of old school Linkin Park. So... If you're an old school Lincoln Park fan, I don't recommend downloading One More Light um, for the sake of that. Uh, let's see. All Time Lows record, Young Last Renegade, came out this past week as well. Um, includes a song with Tegan and Sarah on it, which I think is pretty cool. But again, a little bit of a slightly different sound for them. The Dirty Laundry was the first single that came off. And if you heard any of that, you knew it sounded a little bit different because they're on a little a, a different label now. Um, so not a lot of rock anthems necessarily or pop punk anthems on this album. Uh, but I'm still working my way through it since it just came out, uh, just less than a day ago. So, uh, check out all time Low's record. Uh, another album that came out this past week, past week was Halsey and it's getting a lot of great publicity and I can exactly understand why I've, I'm about two thirds of the way through it and it's fantastic. It's got different sounds, different vibes, uh, depending on what you're in the mood for. But there's a couple of radio hits on there for sure. Uh, so Halsey's new album is out. Go check that one out soon. Uh, last album I'll mention is my girl, Dua Lipa. Her debut self-titled studio album is out this week. Uh, it has a deluxe edition. I recommend getting that. It's about 17 songs deep. Fantastic voice. I could listen to her every day. And you know she's got a couple of hits on the radio right now. One with Martin Garrix that is just phenomenal. So... Uh, those are the albums that I'll highlight for you. A couple of songs to pick out of everything. Uh, Muse finally debuted their first single off their album coming out later this year that's supporting the tour that they're on right now called Dig Down, and it's incredible. If you're a fan of Muse, you're going to be extremely delighted like I was. Uh, I'm going to get the chance to see them live for the first time in August, and I'm looking forward to that. So Dig Down has a great, great theme sound to it. Uh, Didi, our girls, the band, the Aces, released yes. a track just itching for more and more from the aces these girls are going They're to so be good. superstars they're so good baby who uh came out it got it got promoted on a bunch of spotify playlists which is great it's getting a lot of play uh so 
I can't, we can't encourage you enough to check out the Aces. They're absolutely fantastic. Excited that Baby Who came out. Uh, a song, uh, a band called, well, I shouldn't say a band, a guy goes by the name of Bayo. He's actually Chris Bayo. And yes, he's the cousin of Scott Bayo. Yes, that's Scott Bayo. Um, but he's more known for uh, being the bass player for Vampire Weekend, a very popular band. So this is his solo project. He just goes by the name of Bayo. Had a popular song a couple of years ago called Sister of Pearl, if anybody remember that. But uh, he released a brand new song off of, I think, an EP he's releasing this year called Philosophy with an exclamation point. Uh, it's just another very catchy <laughs> electro horn melody type song, but philosophy. Uh, so uh, I've enjoyed that one so far. I'm almost done. I promise you. Uh, Didi, another friend of ours, Dagny, releasing a song. The Norwegian yes. pop singer Dagny releasing Wearing Nothing, a uh, new song that sounds like it's going to be part of the the LP album that she's going to put out later this year, very much anticipated. Um, and if that's a preview of it, I'm very, very excited. So uh, we talked about Dagny a few months ago, saw her live. Um, her ultraviolet EP is still one of the greatest EPs I've heard in the last year. So I recommend that and listening to wearing nothing. Now I teased something for you earlier, way back at the beginning oh, no. here, here about Hanson. The three, Whoop, the three the boys. Breakdown. <laughs> um, subscribe. <laughs> and they released a brand new single. Twenty years after Umbop, it's a part of a anniversary celebration of Umbop and that album that came out twenty years ago. The song's called "I Was Born," um, and it's kind of like toe tap catchy. It's a little bit corny, <laughs> but it's like toe tap catchy. You're not gonna. I don't know if it's a Windows Down jam. You want something hip, something snappy. Something snappy, yes. You want something something that the kids will yeah. like. Uh, don't, <laughs> speaking of kids that will like, they use their kids in the music video, and that just, it's a little creepy and just a little bit too corny for that me. So creepy. just listen to the audio of I Was Born, but it's toe-tapping toe catchy. It's not, Stop was, saying <laughs> that, dude. It's hard to say. Stop saying that. You sound like, uh, I don't know, you sound like a teacher that's like, She's like, I want, I, I don't want any of that hip hop stuff, but like <laughs> something that the kids can dance to. Yeah. You know why we That's have what the pizza it is. Just party? Just a toe you tapper. Know? <laughs> Just a toe tapper. Um, so go check that one out. It'll be on the playlist. Uh, wrapping things up here. R.L. Grime, not Grimes, but R.L. Oh Grime. God damn. Put out, a, put out a song featuring Miguel called. St- this song's fire, though. Right? Stay for it. It's so <laughs> good. Really good. It's so good. It's it's this power melody with amazing vocals from Miguel. Like he, you would expect nothing less from him. But "Stay for It" by R.L. Grime and Miguel, amazing. I can't. That's going to be a song uh, for the summer to listen to. And I'm going to wrap things up with Peking Duck. And Aluna George, who we've also brought on the playlist a couple of uh, many, many moons ago, I guess at this point. But they've collaborated to uh, bring us a song called Fake Magic. Uh, very, very catchy, uh, funky type of lead chorus that drives the song. Uh, kind of goes a little bit up and down between the verses and the chorus. But the choruses are super funky, and it's a great, great sound from Peking Duck and Aluna George called Fake Magic. So... That's what happens when we got to catch up on three weeks worth of music. But Didi, I know there was Good one point. song before we got to go here. There was one song you wanted to mention that you texted us oh, about yeah. here earlier today. Uh, one of the most popular R&B groups of our lifetime. One of the most popular groups, period. Period. 
TLC released a song this week called So Happy. What What's going on here? First thing, I don't know who wants a new TLC album. That's the first <laughs> thing I thought was, who asked for a new TLC album? Like, I wouldn't mind going to see T-Boz and Chili on tour with, like, a hologram left eye or mm-hmm. some shit. Like, you know, at some county fair. Like, I'm not scared of it. Like, that'd be dope, right? But, like, I, I saw this. It's on the new music on Apple Music, and I was like, no, no, I don't want to hear this at all. Mm. And then before I listened to it, I looked it up. And then just to see if there was like something was like maybe it was for like some benefit or something like that. No, no, fans <laughs> no, no. <laughs> did a freaking uh uh like crowdsourcing, whatever the hell they call it, the crowdfunding shit for that. Go find the Kickstarter me. stuff. What they did a Kickstarter for this. No, and raised like two million dollars. Shut up for them to put this album together. And this is the song, the first song off of this album that is coming, and it is the worst song i've ever heard not the worst song i've ever heard i'll take that back but it is a terrible song the worst song i've heard of 2017 probably 2016 too it's terrible like i started typing a note out about it and which is very (laughs) weird because i said as i'm typing it listening to it as it's beginning i go this sounds like a bad wedding song remix and then they sample September by Earth, Wind, and Fire, which is oh. a freaking wedding song. Which is a cla- it's one of the best songs of all time. It is. And it just ruins it because you hear that horn line. And they freaking sample it in the song. It just makes it that much worse. It's embarrassing. It's bad. It's very, very bad. So happy will make you very so unhappy. That's all I have to say about that. So that's the music for this week. Did you listen to it, Chris? I did not. Oh, well, don't when you do <laughs> now, you need to just tweet to, at brunch breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> let us know. Let us know your thoughts. Make Watch, a, Katie's going to love the song though. Yeah. That, I want you to play it. I want you to play it for, is Katie going to your hockey game? No. Okay. Well, I need you to play it for her before you leave the house. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do that. I need you to play it for her do before that. you leave the house. Mega playlist <laughs> gotta do it. coming out very soon. Mr. Dudley, right? Yes. The playlist is actually coming out. Okay. I have, I have time. It's coming out. Very good. Very good. All right, boys. Well, I do that, need to run, right. fellas, but it's been a, a bow. I want to say it's been a good episode, but that we started this one real weird. Um, yeah, but we finished strong, and I'm proud of us for that. <laughs> we did. <laughs> uh, important. Make sure you subscribe. Brunch breakdown. Uh, just search for us. Hit subscribe. Leave us a rating or review. We'd appreciate that. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Brunch Breakdown. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. Didi is on Twitter at DidiIsBored. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Oh my gosh, I forgot a song. I can't believe I did it. No. Real quick. Go. Verite, one of my favorite artists that I've been able to discover the past six months, came out with a song called Saint. It's freaking unbelievable. I love it. I got a chance to meet her and her photographer on their way back from their tour uh, a couple of weeks ago. They're two of the coolest, nicest people I have ever met on the planet Fantastic people, fantastic song. The album comes out June 23rd. Saint by Verite is my song of the week. Please send. Thank you. <laughs> are, you de- are you done? I'm done. That He's should, done. That, 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 that should do it for me. I'm going to ask you for half of your songs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll slim, I'll slim them down. The I'll slim them down. Okay, boys. Dan, why don't you send us out? Well, next time, we'll try to get back at you in two weeks, we promise. And as always, we'll have a reservation for three, and we will see you in... At the table.